All right now, for honest, reading the Bible consistently can be a challenge, but it's never too late to start, and we're in this together. This is the Join the Journey podcast. Thanks for joining. You're back with the Join the Journey podcast with Hannah Stobbs, a part of the Watermark Institute. And I'm so pumped to be here in the podcast studio today with Maddox Vines. What's going on? Maddox, I'm glad you're here again with us. You're not new to the podcast studio. No, I'm not. No, you're not. Who have you done interviews with before? Will McElroy mm-hmm. and Reed. And Reed. We Reed. love it. Yeah, he Reed. doesn't have a last name. He do- I mean, sometimes people don't. No. I mean, I think he does, but I love the mystery. We just mm-hmm. know you're in here with Reed. And so, Max, tell us a little bit about where you're at in your life right now and what keeps you busy. What's going on? So, at the time of this recording, I'm a senior at Trinity Christian Academy and I play football. What position are you? I'm a strong safety. A str- not mm-hmm. a weak one. No. Don't you dare no. think that. It's a strong mm-hmm. safety. Okay. Yes. And what else do you do? I mean, that's really it other than studying and school keeps you pretty occupied. Yeah, that's great. And then when it comes to church, are you involved with anything here at Watermark? Uh, Yes. I'm a member of the lead team, and I did the summer internship for Shoreline this summer. Yeah. So if someone was interested in wanting to connect with Shoreline or do anything like that, like what advice would you give that friend? Well, I would talk to your community, um, especially in your high school, because there's probably a small group for you there. And if not, just come to Shoreline and get plugged in there. There's a new student's desk there and enjoy time with your peers. That's great. So often we can think, I'll like really get serious about following God when I'm in college or when I'm married or when I am get a real job, but you can seriously fall after God and grow mm-hmm. as a leader, a Christ follower, and being a better friend, even in high school, even as a strong safety. That's what I may say. So if you're interested in getting involved with Shoreline, we would love to connect you with that. And we'll have the link in the description to fill you in, which is awesome. awesome. And now we're in we're in Proverbs 14 today. Yes. So again, Proverbs, we're in some wisdom literature. And this is a this is a longer proverb, I feel like, than normal. But you had a couple verses that really stuck out to you, Maddox. So I know Proverbs 14 was one of them. So I'd love to read verse 14 for us and then you share a little bit about what you learned. So Proverbs 14, 14 says this: the backslider in heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways, and a good man will be filled with the fruit of his ways. So Maddox, what stuck out to you from this passage? Why is this the main one that really you wanted to talk about? When I read that, the word that stuck out to me was backslider because I've never really seen that in the Bible before. Probably one of the first instances it's there. So I looked it up in the back of my Bible and it translates to apostate, which means um, renouncer of religion. But I I went and looked at a commentary as well. And Mm -hmm. it's not that direct translation. It, It usually means like one with the wayward heart. So... What I took that verse to mean was that the person who is wayward in their life from God, their life will be reflective of that, Mm -hmm. Um, the way, their fruits of their ways, as it says here. And the person who is not wayward at heart and is directly striving after the Lord and not staying stagnant and lukewarm in their faith will also, their life will reflect the alignment of their heart with God. Yeah. I think it's important to discern how the actions that you do in your life are an overflow of what you intake, even this guy, the backslider in heart. I think of Luke 6, 45, which says, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. And so what you're intaking often is going to be what outtakes, and that makes sense. But what's sad is I love what you said, the backslider landing on this isn't someone that necessarily doesn't know anything about God. It's like they know and they turn away. Mm-hmm. Like they choose yes. to walk in a different direction, um, which is 
sad, honestly, devastating that you can know the truth and then turn away. So another passage that stuck out to you, you said, was verses 26 through 27. Let me read those and then fill me in on those. It says, In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children will have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. So what sticks out from those two passages? So like the overarching, like in the in the beginning of each sentence or each verse, mm-hmm. it says the fear of the Lord. Yeah. So the fear of the Lord brings life. The fear of the Lord um, brings you confidence, brings you safety. And the most important one is it brings you wisdom to resist sin. Um, and coming from Solomon, who has the gift of wisdom from the Lord, yeah. the fact that he even understands that the fear of the Lord brings wisdom to resist sin and not himself, even though he has all this wisdom, mm-hmm. re- really speaks to us um, as this theme of the entire proverb is an advice um, for wise living from one of the wisest people to walk the, the planet. Yep. Just the fact that we get to learn from from one of the wisest people ever is really special. And this entire proverb, every word is advice yep. that we should take. No, that's great. And again, you just said the theme of this passage, this whole proverb, is how to live wisely, wise living. Mm-hmm. I even think of Proverbs 9, 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So having this, again, not fear like terrified, screaming, crying in a corner, obviously. We know it's yeah. not like Halloween fear. It's reverence and awe of God and how it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So I'm even thinking of that in light of this passage, like in the fear of the Lord. So in that beginning of wisdom that comes from God, you're going to have strong confidence and his children will have a refuge. And even the word refuge, I think of Psalm 46, one, God is our refuge and strength. So there's so much strength that can come, confidence in verse 26, when you have wisdom that comes from God. And it's interesting, you've been bringing up Solomon because Solomon's life, sadly, he doesn't make all the wisest decisions. No. So why do you think it's important, Maddox, that real wisdom comes from a fear of the Lord instead of a fear of man or even your own decisions? Up in verse 16 of Proverbs 14, it says, caution, I'm just paraphrasing, but caution is part of wisdom. Mm-hmm. The wise people will turn away from evil people who, who create danger and that fools will get hurt due to their carelessness by not recognizing yeah. the evildoers. So I, I think that speaks that God gives us the wisdom to discern and caution is part of that discernment. So when you use that caution and that wisdom to be able to determine who the evil people, evildoers that cause danger, I think that is, that's important. Absolutely. That even goes into verse 12. There's a, the one right before it. There's a way that seems right to man but its end is the way of death. I think that even in my own life, I'm like, I think this is a good decision. Like you're saying, like, I think this is right. I don't want to lean on what Hannah thinks is great or Maddox thinks is great. Like if I don't have the Lord giving me clear, this is what I have for you, then I'm not, I do not want to make that decision, but that's so great at tying into that. Um, Even verse 15, the simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. And that's why we need the Lord, the Lord to guide us and to direct us. So Max, my last question for you, as we wrap up our time together today, if you had one thought to leave listeners with today, so one thing of something to chew on for the rest of their day in the office or at school or for like their drive, what's the one thing they need to be chewing on thinking about for the rest of today? I would really say, um, just going back to verse 16 and verse 18, not to be naive, Verse 18 says, the simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. And tying that in verse 16, that caution is part of wisdom. And 
you need to have wisdom and not be naive in order to understand danger that lies ahead. Getting to know the Lord is what I would leave y'all with because if you don't know the Lord, you won't know wisdom and you won't have discernment whether the person you're with is um, an evildoer or pleasing to the Lord. It's great. I love what you just said. If you don't know the Lord, you don't know wisdom Mm -hmm. because wisdom only can come from him. That's awesome. Maddox, thank you so much for being on with us today. We've loved having you. Thank you. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.